This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that. So I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Behind home plate, we bringing it to them all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? from Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Good, good, good. The question everybody wants to know is, when you're heading down to Aberdeen, who's going to Aberdeen, will you go to Aberdeen? Wasn't that today? About Starting today. Yeah, this whole week, though. Uh-huh. So it's exciting. Are you going to Aberdeen? I don't know. Nah. Uh, I'm, I might try to go Friday. We'll see. Friday. Is he still going to be there Friday? I think so. Mm. They, they're promoting it as this week. This week, come see D.L. Hall and and uh, yeah. Adley Rutschman. But D.L. Hall isn't pitching every, all, every night this week. They're saying he could do two shows a night. Right. It's the circus. The D.L. Hall circus is in town. Yeah. Any yeah, chance? I mean, there's there's no way to predict with D.L. Hall. I mean, I, I would go more for Adley Rutschman. Any chance they sent Adley to Aberdeen because it's close to Baltimore to move him down on Friday? Oh, 100%. You think he's starting on Friday? You think he's coming no. to Camden Yards on Friday night? Josh, I am in such a good mood. I am I am so happy. That, I mean, seriously, that was my assumption. Was He... Josh, what's today's date? No, my, I mean, we can, we can jump right into this. I w- we got a lot to talk about. But no, I actually thought May 6th. So I'm, I'm st- that's what I said initially, May 6th. Right. So I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with a, a two-week rehab. But but make no mistake about it, boys and girls. This is a rehab stint to get ready for the majors. Okay? Like, he's not he's not going to Norfolk for a month. No. I don't, I don't, I don't think he walked. I don't think he puts on a Norfolk ties u- u- uniform. I don't. I don't think he does. No, I, I agree. I don't think he goes to Bowie. I don't think he goes anywhere. He stay well, he stays in Maryland until he goes to Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know what the Bowie schedule is. If they want to swing him over to Bowie, right, or something, if they're home, I can see that. He's not going home. on he's not going on the road with anyone. No, this is a close to Baltimore rehab stint to get ready. I was a little surprised today. He 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 catched his first game. I didn't know if he was just be, being the agent or just whatever. He caught. caught. He catched yeah, he caught. He catched it. He catched the ball. Man, no, yeah. and, and get you set up with went, an English teacher. 
he went one for two, and his line at, and his ball that was out was his first at bat, hit it hard, line out to left field, opposite field. Then then he had a double, and then walked, and then was uh, benched. You're like so, the, you're like the Trey Mancini apologist. He's hitting the ball hard. He's hitting it hard. Don't Josh, worry. He would, he's batting one nineteen, but he's hitting the ball hard. He's not. He's batting five hundred. I know. I'm okay. making fun of the Trey Mancini apologist. Okay, Trey Mancini had a home run uh, last I checked over the weekend. No, but he, he went uh, Adley Rushman yeah. one for two, well, just and now then he the coach the pulled hard. him. I don't know why the coach pulled him. Maybe he wasn't hustling. Maybe he didn't like his attitude. Maybe he was just there after. for rehab. <laughs> yeah. He was pulled after his third third at bat. Maybe he pulled uh, something. Breaking news: he pulled something. Hurt himself. Don't even. That's not even funny. <laughs> I was making funny jokes, Josh, and you just went ugly with it. <laughs> ugly. Yeah. No, I I uh, I tweeted out something about you know to response because Josh is going crazy with these questions. Josh thinks Twitter is now just a place to ask questions. I don't really understand it, but yeah, Josh I'll, is I'll it to you. He's got questions for everybody. You, you, know, um, what, I, you know what? You know what? You you want to know the trick of those? Uh... No, I know. I get it. It's for engagement, and I know because it sucks me in, and I find myself responding to your stupid questions. I know. I know. Almost every time as well. Yeah, but you want to know a secret about my stupid questions? Yeah, go ahead. It's not me. Oh, really? I suck at Twitter. I uh, suck at social media. So I built a team. Okay, so you got a team asking questions. And I got a team that's asking questions. I thought there was questions. a lack of typos and grammatical errors yeah. in these questions. Yeah, I got a team and software. I had this software that I started playing with. Oh, and so it was, it's a computer asking these questions. No, it's real people. But that's okay. my point is I got a um, – way to go, Santander. Um, I got this – software and it has computer that'll make suggestions and i and you type in what your topics are and i typed in the orioles lose again give me suggestions for tweets and one of the tweets i did use because one of the tweets the computer suggested was it's a bird it's a plane oh no it's just an orioles lost and that one made me laugh they also had ones that came up with like it's okay oriole fans you'll get them next year yeah, that's good. You have software doing your tweets yeah. now. Yeah, but hey, it's fun. And you, and every time a question goes up on Birdland Sports uh, or Section 336, I go, man, that's a good question. I should have put that on Twitter. Uh, it suckers me in almost every time. I know, I it's respond. been great. And that's what, well, I was saying that because I responded to one of the questions about when was when was uh, when was Adley going to come up. Adley going to call up. But I, I joked on there that he has to prove himself at Aberdeen. Yeah, people took you serious. And there's some commenters keeping me serious. Guys, it's not... Uh, it's not it's, it's not serious. This is a rehab step. He is rehabbing to come back to the major, not to come back to the majors, but to make his major league debut. I'm still feel really confident about my new guy Fridays starting on Friday, May six. Yeah, I think. It might um, would I be earlier. upset if it starts on on you know on May twenty on April 29th? Would I be upset? No. Um, but should I go ahead and buy my ticket? I, I got tickets for April thirtieth, so I'd be okay with that day too for his first game. Um, but either way, I'm going to be at whatever his first game is. Uh, Major yeah, League game. I know. I, yeah. um, I hope they give us a little more notice than, like, Wednesday that's coming on Friday because I really want to be there. Well, listen, the Orioles yeah. PR team never messes anything <laughs> up, so I'm sure they'll nail this. Hey, Orioles PR, flights are really expensive right now. Can you help me out? Give me a little bit of notice so I can do a little flight tracking and at least not have to take work time off work. How about a Saturday? A nice Saturday would be would be great. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe uh, I can get a 3 o'clock flight to get in at 5 and get to the stadium by 7 for a Friday night if you give me some notice to do some manipulating and convince Southwest to figure something out. Yeah, but I well, need I mean, a little if, bit of notice. If they want to s- sell a bunch of tickets, they'll, they'll give us notice. Okay. Um, the Josh, I'm just I'm so pumped, so optimistic about the way the orders are playing, about what's happened in the minors. I'm just I'm, I'm excited about everything. Um, but Me before too. we get there, that's why I'm heading over to southwest.com right now. Before we get there, can we just touch on this? We I know I mean this is Baltimore's best sports podcast, so we cover it all. We call it, we cover the Baltimore Blast. Yeah, uh, we cover the Ravens. We do it all. Um, Ravens draft is coming up this week. Yeah, Thursday, big live show over on Film Study. Oh, nice Film Study. Yeah, they're 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 great. They did it last year too. Very entertaining. Yeah, because they give you what you do when you turn to Film Study. Because I watched it last year. It's like not just draft analysis. But like, how, how does each draft pick impact the Ravens? Like, yeah. how does who was taking number five exactly impact what the Ravens are doing at you know fourteen? No, it's always it's always fun. Yeah, it's um, always fun to put that together. Josh, you have any thoughts on any no. hopes, dreams, wishes about the Ravens draft? No, you sitting back, no expectations. Let's see what happens. Mm, I don't care. My part okay. of the draft show is to sit there and make sure the guests pop on properly and weed through the comments. I have no. I have done zero draft research. There's a million draft boards out there. I haven't made a, my own draft board. I don't care about the NFL right now. I'm really enjoying the baseball season. Okay, that's fine. Um, I've done about 20 mock drafts. No, my, 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 my thing with the Ravens, and here's what I hope they do, and this is, I think, connected with the, Ra- uh, the Orioles, a result of watching the Orioles. I mean, I'm so sick of waiting for prospects. And then we saw, it made me so happy last year when the Rams won. Not because I like Matt Stafford, likes the Rams. But like the idea of a team going all in and and actually winning and who's saying who cares about draft picks, who cares about, you know, developing players. Let's just get the best players, spend the most money. Who cares about draft picks? Let's just try to win. I, I wish the Ravens would, whether it's moving up in the draft, whether it's trading their first round and second round pick for Debo Samuel. I, I wish they would do something. I don't care about draft picks. I'm tired of. I'm tired of second-round picks who don't pan out or take four years to pan out. I want the Ravens to go all in. So I'm rooting for them to either trade up to get a real impact player, top 10 in the draft, or or to like trade for an actual good football player like Debo Samuel and kind of go all in while we still have Lamar Jackson under this contract because who knows what's right. going to happen in the next couple of years. Yeah. So that's just kind of what I'm watching for. I think it's going to be a wild trade I'm, full of trades. I, I think it's going to be a fun, entertaining event on Thursday. I hope so. I know what I'm tired about in the NFL is all these all these diva wide receivers that are still under contract, but because they're not the highest paid wide receiver, they then want to be traded. Yeah, and I wonder, Josh, because this happened in the NBA maybe four or five years ago. Well, I guess you can go all the way back to when uh, LeBron James went to, went to the Miami Heat. But like NBA players, like they just go where they want to go. That's where you see big guys traded all the time because they just you know I'm done. I want to go to this team. I want to go to that team. And that really has not related connected to other sports, except for now we're seeing in football with these receivers uh, where they're saying, and, court, and quarterbacks too, to a certain extent saying, you know, I don't want to go here. I want to go here. Um, we haven't seen that at all in baseball, right? Very rarely do we see a player saying, no, I don't want to play here. I want to play. I got to demand a trade to go here. Right. right. Like we don't really see that in baseball yet. I'm curious though, if it's trending in the NBA, this offseason has been trending in the NFL. If eventually we see this crossover, I'm just, I mean, what I'm really waiting for is Adley Rutschman to demand a trade to the Yankees, but um, we'll see if that comes to fruition or not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, yeah. 
It, right. it's, it's the NFL. It's but it's whatever. It's, it's April. I don't care about the NFL right now. All right. All right, I just want to throw that out there because we got the draft on Thursday. Josh, we talked recently. Uh, we did the podcast late last week. We talked Thursday. Yep. And since we last did the podcast, the Orioles then went to, Anah- to Anaheim and took two two out of three. So yeah. let's, let's last talk. Surprised, talk. Us all. Surprised everyone. They're two and three. Um, shocked the world, Josh. Shocked the world. And in the third game on Sunday, we were down 6 nothing in the first, and everyone turned the game off. And we came back and tied that yeah. sucker and then uh, ended up losing seven to six. But uh, I saw lots of fans upset at Chris Ellis for that game that Chris Ellis should have notified the Orioles that he was going to hurt himself during the game, that he was hurt before playing, starting the game. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah. But, but I, don't, here's the thing. I don't think he knew he was hurt until the game started. Yeah. But even if he knew, and he, even if Chris Ellis was healthy and gave up 10 rounds, listen. Chris Ellis should never take the responsibility for sucking. Like right. Chris Ellis is Chris Ellis is not a great pitcher. The only reason he's in there is because Mike Elias didn't have a good plan B for when John Means went down. So like if you're gonna get mad at someone, don't get mad at Chris Ellis. Get mad at Mike Elias for not being prepared to have a better starter in there. No, I agree. But a really good series. Uh, I and I like I love Mike Trout too. So it's fun to see him hit home runs, even if it's against the Orioles. I just like Mike Trout a lot. But the most fun was the fact that the Orioles completely shut down Shoei Otani. Yeah. I mean, Zimmerman yeah, striking them out three times on Friday night. Unbelievable. Yep. Zimmerman, Josh, has looked very impressive. Very yeah. impressive. I, Josh, you think. Is he better Zimmerman, than John Means? Is he the real deal, though? Like, I, he's not, I'm not saying he's, he's an ace. Do you look at that guy? Is he a guy that could stick as a number three or four? Well, starter. We've seen him against Milwaukee. We've seen him against Oakland and against LA. Is that right? Or New York and LA? I guess he didn't play, face Oakland. He got New York. I don't. I so don't know. I think if I'm looking at I don't, it, right. I don't have his, his but, uh, uh, game log in front of me. No, I yeah, I think three games is enough to excite me about Zimmerman. Yeah, and he remember the beginning of last year he pitched really well and then got hurt and then came back late in the season. But it's always hard to come back late in the season after injury. Um, so I feel like we didn't he kind of didn't have a fair shake last year. Um, but yeah, I mean if you look at at the season so far, you're right. It's the Yankees. Um, he's only given up, you know, the the the, the three runs to to the Angels um, this past week, and then the other two starts against Milwaukee and the Yankees, n- not slouched offenses. Um, he gave up zilch. So, I mean, it's only three games, but certainly a really nice changeup. Does kind of remind you of John Means where he, his stuff is not overpowering, but he knows how to pitch lefty. And so, yeah, it's been, he's been, he's been fun to watch. I think, I don't know, who knows? Like Cedric Mullins was the guy last year that kind of shocked, shocked all of us. Yeah. Maybe Bruce Zimmerman is a guy that shocks that no one. He wasn't really on people's radars, and uh, this and he proves he deserves to be in a you know in the starting rotation going forward. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I would take that. I just it's like anything with the whole Oriole bullpen and all. You're just waiting for it to implode, waiting for it to fall apart, and it's really hard to believe. But three starts by Zimmerman, and he's what a one two zero ERA, fifteen innings. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I think the key with Zimmerman is 16 strikeouts. He's got more strikeouts than Innings pitched this far in. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You don't really think about him as a 
maybe necessarily a strikeout pitcher, but yeah, he's got yeah that the more strikeouts and innings pitch has a been a pleasant surprise. It has been. Yeah. Yep. So I'll take that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. You know, t- tonight's game isn't going as well. Nah. Jordan Lyles. Last I was checked, it was six nothing. Josh, you have oh, an update okay. on the score for me. Yeah, Santander hit a three run shot, so it's six three right now. Oh, cut the nice, good for him. So, uh, yep, Josh. But the, I mean, the interesting thing about tonight's game is, first of all, this is what I expected. I expected Jordan Lyles to give up home runs, even if the first home run was that dicky home run to right field. Right. I I expect Jordan Jordan Lyles to give up home runs, so I'm not I'm not disappointed or surprised. I mean, honestly, you know, today. Tonight, what's happening in Aberdeen to me is more interesting. What's happening in New York? Yeah, because it's, it's it is because it's the future. Because like I was telling, I was talking to someone today, a friend down here who's a baseball fan, and we haven't talked since John Means announced Tommy John. And they're like, "What do you think of that?" And I'm like, "Better this year than next year. Like, if we can get him back beginning of next year, first half of next year, that's great. That's perfect timing because." What's going on with the Orioles now is fun. The fact that they're pitching so well and that they're finally starting to hit the ball on, on uh, Sunday is fun, but it's it's not it doesn't matter. It's not going to get them into the playoffs next year. They have a real legit shot because of Adley Rushman, DL Hall, Grayson Rodriguez, and to see DL Hall and Adley Rushman up in Aberdeen, yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, and you look at that top of that lineup for Aberdeen; it's just really fun. You have. Uh, Norby, you have Rutschman, you have Prado, that cube, big Cuban signing in the offseason. Right. Mayo, who we know has been putting up crazy power numbers, had a home run tonight. Kowser, former for, for, former first-round pick. So that's, I mean, the offense especially is, is is loaded at Aberdeen. And you just add Rutschman to that lineup, it's fun. But and, Josh, And I'd also like to st- say, I also really like their baby blue uniforms. Yeah. I think they've got really slick-looking uniforms. Yeah, I, I like the airplane, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, whole the thing. logo, the yeah. new logo. It's it's yeah. awesome. I'm yeah. all in. I'm all in with it too. That's yeah. That that's the only team where I just have like a T-shirt of, of for, for for them, and it's the only team that. And no, it's not true. I haven't been to Norfolk, and I haven't been to Aberdeen. And you have a Bay yeah. Sox T-shirt. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing my Rutschman, but that's a Rutschman. Oh, shirt. you're right. You're right. I have an Iron Bird shirt that's just a plane. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, a logo shirt. But it's not a jersey. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just, yeah, it's, it's just exciting. And I feel like, and I know everyone wants to stay like, you know, Elias needs to call up these guys, call up these guys, call up these guys. It's frustrating. Wait. But, I mean, we said at the beginning of the season uh, that Adley should be called up. I mean, I said May 6th. I think you were right around there. I think you might have said like May 7th or something. You are right around the same Yeah, I, I have to check my notes, but it's something like that. And it's still, I think it's all keeping in line I with might, that. I might have said the 29th. I don't and know it, if I was before you. And it's all, but it's all keeping in line with what we said at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I think. New Guy Fridays. New Guy Fridays. So as long as these guys start to get caught up in May, I'm going to be happy. And that's, and that's the story of this season. Like, don't get it twisted. And we can enjoy watching. It was, I enjoyed watching the Angel series. I like this team. But let's not get it twisted. This whole season is about who's not here, but who's coming. Right. Right. Rodriguez, Hall, Rutschman. You could even throw Stowers in there. So, and speaking of that, are you bothered by Rodriguez's start tonight? 
as Grayson had a normal looking out, and as he went four innings, gave up three runs and six hits. He did get his. He did get five strikeouts. So the strikeouts stuck, but he gave up a lot more runs than he normally does. Almost like he's human. Yeah, he gave up more runs, as in he gave up a run, and he just doesn't give up a run. He gave up yeah, three I, runs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there was some context. I didn't watch the game, but there was some context from what I read about the game that two of the hits in that inning where he gave up three runs were balls and shortstop that should have been fielded or something. Well, and it was Pat Valleca. And okay. Contreras, it's two guys that got the RBIs. Yeah, but I heard guys who are like major league talent. Yeah, but and I heard Richie Martin could have made at least one of the plays, if not both of them, and they should have been marked errors. But the other thing about that game is it started, I think, on like an hour rain delay too. So maybe a little bit off with the hour. All right. rain Sounds delay. like excuses, but I'll let but, you have it. Yeah, no, it, but it impacts it impacts nothing. It impacts it nothing. Um, he he threw more pitches than he did in any other start. If you look at his pitch count, he goes from like 60 to 65 to 70. And I think today he threw 77 yeah. pitches. So, but again, I don't know what the plan is, but I would like to think once he gets up to that like 90 pitch mark that they call him up, but but we'll see. Yeah, but when does when do these other guys force their way onto the squad? Like when does Colin Nevins force his way up here to get a shot? He's he's uh he's still he's batting 367 on the season. And a third baseman? Yeah, we could use that. Richie Martins batting 304 at shortstop. A shortstop? Yeah, we could use that. We could use yeah, these listen. guys instead of Rogador and Chris Ellens. Yeah, listen, as a fan, I would rather watch Tyler Nevins and Richie Martin than Odor and Owens yeah, and Gutierrez. Totally. Like, no doubt in my mind. Does it help these guys to develop in Norfolk anymore? I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like we were doing the same thing last year with Jemai Jones, right? Like Jemai Jones. Jemai Jones was not hitting the ball well. In the, I think we no, were just he, desperate. In July, he was going on a freaking hot streak in July. That's when everyone's calling for him. But I don't know, Josh. You you hit well for three weeks in April. What, what, what does that even mean, right? Like right. on the one hand, I'm like, what does that mean? Three weeks hitting well in April. Like is – is Trey Mancini not 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 a good baseball player because he hasn't hit well for three weeks? Is Austin Hayes not good? Like, are we ready to say that Tyler Nevin is better than Trey Mancini? No. Is no, but better is than Kyle Better than Cedric Mullins? Rogador. Yeah, but I'm saying a small sample size says says very little. I get it. I get and, it. And Tyler Nevins, what you don't know is like Tyler Nevins might still be working on his third base footwork or whatever. But what I said last week, I think is really true. Like, you have really good players coming. Gunnar Henderson. Jordan Westberg, Colby Mayo. If you want Tyler Nevins and Richie Martin to get a chance in the majors, it needs to be now because next year, all these other guys are going to be coming up. And so this is like their one year to do something. And you have Odor and Owens in there. Right. What are we doing? This might be Nevins and Martin's last year to last kind of impress shot. before Westberg and Mayo and these other more highly touted Gunnar Henderson Gunner. come up. I, I watched Gunnar Henderson on Friday hit a ball. It must've been 200 miles per hour. I exaggerate, but he hit the ball freaking. I couldn't, I had a video. I videoed it, but I couldn't even I, keep the video because the ball went on the stand so fast. I'm so excited for Gunnar Henderson up here. I want him up here now as a young kid. Um, how was, I, I, I think he could play now. I think he could play now. I, how, he would be an upgrade over a door right now. No doubt in my mind. How was your trip to Bowie? You good. sent me, you sent me off topic, but you sent me a picture of uh, Silas getting his first autograph. 
Yeah, yeah. Now we we did get an autograph before Ryan McKenna, but that was when he was like two, and that was at the thing that when they went to Annapolis before he the pandemic. Know what that is, and he he just like they had lines where you just line up right. and get an autograph. This was like Brandon Young was getting ready to warm up. He was a starter. I was told by a guy who gets autographs all the time. It's rare to get a starter guys to sign autographs. Yeah, we we, we got it. Um, so we were there hanging out. By uh, you know left uh, right field by the bullpen, saw Brandon Young. Silas ran up there with his ball and pen. Um, he was pumped about it. He was so excited. Uh, Brandon Young was super nice. You know, came and said hi, asked for Silas's name, personalized it. Um, it was just a really it was a cool moment for Silas. Brandon Young pitched really well. He's now my new favorite Bowie player. Saw Gunnar Henderson hit a home run, so it was all good. These are the guy. That's the opportunity where you got to use Silas to get the autograph. And then sneak in there, section three thirty six. Come on, on. And a yeah, I mean, I, well, he was just the week before on the On the Verge podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's why we had to cancel having Mike Elias this week. Yeah, we yeah we had Mike Elias scheduled, and we, we were like, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want them to steal thunder with the interview. Yeah. Right. We figured we'll wait until give it a couple of weeks after Adley comes up. They can ask all the Adley questions. Yeah. Exactly. But no, it was it was a really it was it was a lot of fun. It was fun to see Gunnar Henderson crush a ball. Um, it's good to see some of those players um, up close and like and you draw conclusions, right? Like certain players impressed me, like Gunnar Henderson. Other players I think now are bums just based on my one experience watching them. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun, I, and I love it. I mean, we walk up there and it was mystery bobblehead night. That's part of why I went to. <laughs> I got a nice Hunter Harvey bobblehead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's now in Silas's room. And I, you know what? I thought about it, and I said, you know what? Because Silas doesn't have any bobbleheads in his room because I'm afraid he's going to break them. But, you know, <laughs> well, I like, Hunter Harvey's you know, the good one to break. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. If you're going to break a bobblehead, how appropriate to bring Hunter Harvey. Well, so go ahead, Silas. And, right. right. And the chance of it breaking is high because it's Hunter Harvey. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, it should come. The bobblehead should come, like, already partly broken. Right. Like, Enjoy it, Silas, but be prepared. It's going to be broken, and we're going to have to put it on the IL for a year. Yeah, and I don't blame you, Silas. Like, it's just who he is. I don't blame you. <laughs> right. Um, even if you had part of it. No, so, but but that was, but the, but the cool thing is, like, you can show up an hour before the game, and that's what we did. And I said, hey, hey, listen, I want to sit close to the field. And I got first row, you know, right behind the catcher. So it's just, I, I, I love how I can do that for, for minor league games. And it's cool for Silas to sit in the front row and get to see up close all these players. Awesome. Uh, it's just it's it's the minor leagues are great i just love it yeah i uh i went to a couple of jumbo shrimp games last year down here and i'm gonna do the same as soon as uh norfolk comes to town they go to norfolk first in may and i don't think norfolk comes here until like july or something which sucks no one wants to come to jacksonville in yeah july 4th they're here so. you know i should know this i don't even know are they still doing the week-long series they are is that, is that still a thing okay they are doing a week-long series They're okay going... so that's why it makes sense for adley rutschman by the way to be there all week for this whole series well yeah and they're also doing the travel day on mondays because i think they probably get cheaper flights that way if you travel on mondays because their series are going tuesday <laughs> through sunday and then a yeah. day off yeah, yeah and everyone has off mondays yeah hey josh speaking of cheaper flights you want to touch on um Masson? now letting the announcers fly to the stadium josh do you think it's a lot involved i feel like there's a lot of moving parts in moving a whole broadcast crew no it's not to away games you don't think it is no is this purely a reaction 
to what happened in the West Coast and how much of a disaster it was for the announcers announcing from Baltimore and the fans being outraged? It's, is this a reaction to that, or was this always the plan? No, this is a reaction to the fans. Yeah, you this think so? 100%, because the fans are coming to the stadium, and they and they seeing when the Orioles get those wins and the stupid strike three, and we see it, and then they call it. I think it's a total reaction to the fans, and I think Mike Elias was embarrassed. I think it's both the fans, and I think Mike Elias maybe didn't go on the trip because it was a West Coast trip and watched some of those broadcasts and was embarrassed. What, Josh, what such a random thing to say. What evidence do you have to think that Mike Elias was embarrassed and he caused this thing to change? Oh, it's like, easy. It's what are easy. You basing that off of? That's so random. This, you, I'm, basing, I'm basing this on me. Okay. I, I watched that game. You were embarrassed, and you assume everyone if, else felt like you. If I worked for that team at any position, if I was a as a fan of baseball, I was embarrassed for my broadcast team. I would imagine the GM would be embarrassed. Even more, if me as an Orioles fan and Orioles podcaster was embarrassed for the Orioles broadcast, I imagine Michael Elias was definitely embarrassed for the Orioles broadcast. But if I, you know what, let's reschedule that interview so I can ask Michael Elias. If he, the if deep he was and serious questions. The on the verge, I'm sure gave him some great questions about minor league development and the players. And, but yeah. I want to ask him, was he embarrassed by the broadcast? Yeah. And I want to ask him when he goes down and sits right behind the catcher, has he actually purchased those seats? And if not, he should be accosted by the ushers that, and not let allowed to go I down had to the that same, first I row. had the same thought. Is, <laughs> That's what I want to ask is him. If I put on a sports coat and and shuffle my hair around and some glasses and, and a, a, a half-board or something. And like yeah. a tie that kind of used to be tied, but I pulled it out. Yeah. Can I go there and sit in those seats as well and get everyone fired up? Yeah. See, yeah, this is why I wouldn't have Michael. I also want to know the Orioles promotions are kind of lame this year. I want to have a Michael Elias night. I don't know what it would entail, but I think it's time for a Michael Elias night. Yeah. Okay. First of all, two things, Josh. It'll be a bobblehead, obviously, but I'm sure we can come up with more stuff for Michael Elias night. Okay. Because we already had the walk with Elias night, but that was for the wrestler. Right. To BH, I think a lot of fans will boo Mike Elias. <laughs> mixed feelings about Mike Elias. Like no, we are we criticize him sometimes over we're on board with trust the process. We like we've done here. There's but a lot of people who are not. I agree. People are a little bit impatient and they're not yeah, not happy. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know how well that would go over. I agree. I mean you if they shot Michael Elias on the Jumbotron right now. Like you, if you go to a game and they give you a shot of Michael Elias up in the thing, which I, I guess I guess they might do occasionally. What's the fan reaction to seeing Mike Elias in his club suite? Do fans cheer him? Do fans boo him? Do fans sit on their hands? I think. What's fans, your reaction when you see a shot of Michael Elias? I think fans it's, cheer him. Yeah. Yeah. But what kind of? Do you think they stand up and cheer? Or no. Do they give a little golf clap. Golf clap. A golf clap. He doesn't okay. deserve a stand up and a stand and ovation until this team wins something. I agree. Michael Elias hasn't done anything with results for this team yet. So you think we should boo him? No, 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 no. <laughs> so Josh, you're I'm saying whenever you see Michael Elias, you should boo him. Is that what you're saying? I am being patient. Yeah. But don't celebrate Michael Elias. As I, even though I just said have a Michael Elias night, 
Don't celebrate yeah. Michael Elias. It feels like you're celebrating Michael Elias with the Michael Elias. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess we have to hold that night off. Yeah, there. I think there'll be plenty of times after after. I don't know if we do it after World Series. I, I would be okay after the first World Series, but definitely after the third and fourth World Series, I I, I would definitely have the problem every night being a Michael Elias night. The problem is after those first World Series. We have too many guys to celebrate. We got Adley Rushman bobblehead, Gunnar Henderson bobblehead, uh, yeah. John Means, Bruce Zimmerman bobbleheads. We've got uh, yeah, all these guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, and 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 don't forget about the MVP, Eugenio Diaz, who came back from injuries <laughs> yeah, I mean, and became the World Series MVP. Yeah, don't by him. just barely got past uh, DJ Stewart for the MVP. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how this is becoming, and we can talk about DJ Stewart and Carlos. I don't Correct. like how this is becoming. The, the most depressing to me, these two names. You, we talked about. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Chris Davis. For for me, the two names that I don't talk about anymore. I don't want to hear their names anymore because they just make me too depressed. Is Eugenio Diaz and DJ Stewart. No, I'm okay with DJ Stewart. Really? Yeah, well, he's yeah I don't care. All right, all right, we don't talk about Eugenio Diaz. Doesn't really fit the song. I guess like, we, I would with, be we don't talk okay. about Diaz. I would be more okay if Diaz like played a whole season and wasn't good. But the fact that he's always hurt is like more frustrating to me. Right. And I feel the same way about this other guy, Heston Kerstat. Yeah. He hasn't played all this year. Yeah, but it, he hasn't he, played all this year. Well, yeah, he's still in he's still an extended spring. Well, he's got a hamstring issue. Oh, that's right. He did go down with a hamstring issue. So like I'm I I just I don't want to talk about him anymore. Former right. first round pick. Three years ago now, I, I don't want to hear his name anymore. Right, right. You would think three years later, we should be talking about him the way we're talking about Adley on the bubble. Yeah, he should be He should be AAA banging on the door right now. You're right. But he hasn't even played yet. Yep. He's, he's been you. in the game. Um, but, 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 but no, the, the Josh, you mentioned that the DJ Stewart. Oh, anyway, any other thoughts? We're jumping around a little bit. On the announcers. So you think yeah, it's maybe about it was time. Like, about time. It's about yeah. time. Yeah, I just saw people celebrating. Yeah, that's like it's like when I tell Silas to clean his room, I tell him a hundred times, and he finally does it. This, at, like a month later. All right. Like okay, what 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 do you want to prize Silas for doing something you should have done a month ago? Yeah, this doesn't mean that going on Twitter and complaining gets you what you want. Settle down. It doesn't mean throwing a fit that you want to see Adley Rushman's going to bring Adley Rushman up. Though, if you want to make that argument, start complaining now because you'll get your way in the next two three weeks. And then everyone can say it was thanks to you. Well, you said Michael Elias made the traveling broadcaster thing happen. Yeah, yeah. I totally think Michael Elias made it. Hey, Josh, why aren't the the, uh, the radio guys not traveling? It's just the TV guys. No, it's not, is it? It's just the TV guys. The radio guys are still stuck, stuck at Camden. Well, that's simple. The radio broadcast was fine. Yeah. It's the fact because that there was a Because you don't know it's off. Delay. You don't know it's <laughs> off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they, the energy sucks for the radio guys. They need to step it up. But have I mentioned – I haven't mentioned on here. I am really loving Melanie Newman on the radio call. Oh, that makes me happy you say that. She's caught in a lot of grief, and I like Melanie, Melanie Newman Last too. year, I hated her. She was very um, – This year – Monotone. Yeah. This year, she is great. I enjoy her on the Oriole broadcast, and then I watch the games on the Apple TV night, on Friday nights, the national games, and she does those broadcasts. Oh, does she do all those? She does all the Apple TV broadcasts. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll and she's that excellent on that. And I'm like, this is the lady I hated last year on her calls, and she's doing great. I really enjoy her calls. People can grow. Yeah. Now, I still think Kevin Brown's the best. I really like Kevin Brown a lot, but I am enjoying Melanie. 
And I like Jeff Arnold as a guy, as a friend. I like Jeff Arnold as a friend. Kevin Arnold. Kevin Brown. Kevin, I mean, Kevin Ke- Brown. Kevin I was Arnold, combining names different there. Guy. Kevin Arnold's hanging out with Winnie somewhere. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything bad about Kevin Brown. I like Kevin Brown. A little bit obnoxious at times. He's a little. With like the sidetrack stories. He's a little bit of a storyteller. It feels like sometimes he tries too hard with some of the stuff. I, but yeah. to, 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 to be kind of weird and quirky. But whatever. I'm, I'm fine with him. I like him. I think he calls a good game. I think he interacts well with um, with with um, Palmer and Palmer. Ben McDonald. Yeah, yeah, with both of them. So I, I, yeah, I'm okay with that. And them. I think this type of team needs a storyteller like that. Yeah, yeah. There's no one excited on the team. There's not. But it's, but it's like, it's not like... Like some announcers, it's not like stories about past ball no. players, and it's like weird nerdy stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's no. uh, yeah. It's I agree, good. I agree, um, and I do think he has a notebook where he writes down kind of his home run calls. Oh yeah, but I, I assume a lot of people do that. I think they all do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, you mentioned DJ Stewart. Let's go back to that. Oh, my second thing about promotions. Yeah. I said first of all, I think people have mixed feelings about Mike Elias. Secondly, Josh, we understand this, right? That Mike Elias is like in charge of player acquisition and player development. Like Mike Elias has no say in promotions, right? Yeah, he does. Who do you think Mike? Makes... No, who do you Mike think? Elias does not go into the promotions room and says, "Guys, we need to have a book pal bubble." Oh no, 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 no. No, I thought you meant promotions, like who goes from the Norfolk to the majors. Oh, oh no, no, no. no. I meant you mean like giveaways? Giveaways and that. Yeah, no. That Michael Elias has nothing to do with giveaways. He's, he's, yeah. Okay. No. no. I thought we were about to have a fight about Bobble. No. How much say Michael Elias has? Who's no in the promotions. Promotions that's in promoted promoting levels. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does have a say exactly in who's promoted in yes. levels. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But no, I, why, I would hope so. Why were you asking if he has any say over the bobbleheads? Oh, because you were saying like a Mike Elias, like Mike Elias should have a night. And I felt like you were implying that Michael Elias has some say. No. Not but Josh, all. do you except, think he has a say? Except I think he could go to the Orioles and say, guys, I hear down the hall you guys are talking about a um, uh, Cedric Mullins pool toy. I think that's a really bad idea. Let's not do that giveaway. Okay. I then think he could here, do Josh. that. And I think that's what happened with the broadcast is he watched that game in California and he picked up the phone and said, guys, this is really embarrassing. We got to do something about this. Okay. Do you think that's what happened with Adam Jones? No, Josh, I think this is. Can, can I just say is something? Adam real Jones quick? even on can our I notes? Because I quick? think this is a made up crap thing. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. I don't understand. Is this. There's apparently. All right, so what happened, Josh? The There's rumors that Adam Jones was on a podcast or something, right? And he said he spoke with Robert Andino, who was invited to a 30th, Camden Yard's 30th year anniversary right. event, and he wasn't invited yeah. to it. Is is this then, a, an event that's on the calendar, first no, of all? I don't no. know. Okay. No. But maybe then, something's going to happen. Then at he some went point on season. Glenn Clark's new show on 105.7. Congrats, yes. Glenn. It's cool you're over there now. Congrats on the new show. And, him, and okay. Glenn asked him, uh, hey, uh, this. And he said, oh, the Orioles haven't contacted me since I left. But a couple things. Who cares? They will get you an invite. Maybe you were sent an invite. 
but you ha- are not in your California home. You're traveling or something. And Dino's He's got been nothing in Japan. To do. It takes a while for the message right. to over to Japan. And Dino's got nothing to do. And Dino's sitting at home checking his mailbox every day. Also, Robert Andino is an A in the alphabet. Matt, we know how this goes. All the A's go first. Eventually, you get to the S's for Soroka. J is pretty far in the back. J is in the second back, half back. All so right, hey, Josh, can you, you just say something real quick to that go, alphabet? Okay. Today, I was listening to the, the Jason Lock and Paca show with Ken Wyman. Yeah. And they had Mike Bordick. Yeah, B. B. And they asked Mike Bordick point blank, do you know anything about this 30th Like, were you invited to this 30th anniversary? You know what Mike Bordick said? What? The Orioles have not talked to him about it either. So they haven't gotten past the B. A's. Settle down. <laughs> Maybe, what if Andino just made this up to get under Jones's skin? What if there isn't anything? I don't know of a 30th anniversary thing. Um, what if it, Andino it just said, I'm going to screw with Adam Jones and say, uh, yeah, they're inviting me to a party for the Curse of Andino 30th year. Well, and also, this could have came out a lot of ways, right? Like, it could have happened that Andino still knows someone within the organization, and they just chat all the time. And right. then in, during the chat, they mentioned, oh, listen, we're thinking about doing something. What but- is – it's the 30th year celebration of uh, Camden Yards. Right. What is the biggest memory at Camden Yards for Robert Antino? The game 162. All right. What is the biggest memory of Adam Jones? I mean, uh, a a decade long of being the most recognizable best player on our team. Exactly. No one point. So they're going through their list and they're like uh, 2131 call Cal. They're going through their maybe they're going through their list of events. First game, call Rick I mean, Sutcliffe. Twenty-one thirty-one, call yeah. Cal. Curse of Andino, call Andino. Uh, Delman Young might have gotten the invite already. But j- double, Josh, it's double not, in the playoffs, but, call Delman Young. And then they're getting around to who else we need to call. Does it really yeah. matter, Josh? But there's the story is he was you know back in his last year with the Orioles. Yeah, and he, he didn't. Was, it, he he was traded. There was a tra- Dan they... traded him to Philly, and he said no. And he refused to go. He Sorry. said no. Call causing kind of a rift between him and the organization. You don't think there's any truth that there was actually a rift? Between... No. And then he's he's been begging, pretty much begging to be a part of the Orioles, whether it's coming in as spring training coach or something. He's been begging to be part of the organization. The Orioles have wanted nothing to do His, with him, Josh. He's a big personality. And sometimes big personalities make mistakes that cause issues like that. He also said his favorite part of Baltimore is BWI to get out of here. Okay. That was one little passing joke. That wasn't a joke. That wasn't a joke. Uh, That did not go over well with the fans. The fans want to crucify the the Orioles over this. They love Adam Jones. Jones. I like Adam Jones. But – because he didn't get invited yet to an event that doesn't that's not been announced yet, it's no big deal. Yeah. The fans want to blow this up as see, it's Peter Angelos doesn't know how to run this organization. And it's like until a, maybe Adam Jones got the invite, but it's in Nashville. Maybe he needs to go down to Nashville and get it. And it, by the way, I don't know if you mentioned this, but Glenn Clark, I guess, tweeted out that the Orioles did contact Adam Jones. Of course they did. Recently, they, yeah. they had to call him right after this and say, look, I know everyone's making a big deal about this. We haven't gotten to the Jays yet. We've barely gotten through the A's. Have you seen the number of people who've played for the Orioles? We're still on the A's. So there's no big rift between Adam Jones and organization? No, there's no big rift. There's no hard feelings. 
within the organization? No, there's no okay. hard feelings. I think there's a little bit of hard feelings. By who? Adam Jones toward the Orioles. Yes. Yes, because I yes, just like there's probably hard feelings from Nick Marcakis towards the Orioles. But yeah. there's no one at the because, Orioles upset about Because he Adam went to Jones. the Diamondbacks and then he went to Japan, but he wanted to play with the Orioles. I mean, he freaking refused to be traded to a playoff team because he wanted straight he wanted to stay with the Orioles. And then the Orioles refused to resign him to be the veteran leader during the rebuild. And then he went to Diamondbacks and then he went to Japan. Yeah. And I'd say he and went Adam to Jones Japan. wanted to be with the Orioles. He went to Japan because he could not play on a major league team. Okay. But uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about why Adam Jones might be a little bit annoyed with the Orioles. Yeah, I get that. But everyone's trying to play it up like the Orioles are annoyed at Adam Jones. Why would <laughs> – why, why – I mean, who are we going to get back for him in a trade? Were we going to get back – like, we're not going <laughs> to – like, why would Dan Duquette not being able to be trade Adam Jones when he wanted to? Why would that create a rift with the entire organization? It, it doesn't wouldn't. make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. That's what the whole yeah. thing is. This is Adam Jones trying to cause drama. The but Orioles Josh, aren't don't, doing anything. It does seem to me sometimes, too. I love Adam Jones. He's a great player for a long time. Um, my memory of him, by the way, is making a diving catch while also blowing a bubble simultaneously. That's what I think. Of when yeah, I'm that's a great Jones. memory. Um, but I do feel like sometimes Adam Jones likes a little bit of drama. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's the Adam. Which is jo- fine. It's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it. No. It's- but, and, and like I, I think if I was him too, just in his defense, if I was him too, dedicating my, showing my love for the organization, showing my love for the team, expressing it wanting to be an Oriole, not even want to play on a playoff contender, rather play with the Orioles, and then the Orioles not wanting me. After I've dedicated so many years to the Orioles, I, I grew up there, right? Like, he's, he wasn't drafted by the Orioles, but he was traded when he was, what, 21 or 22 to the Orioles for his entire career there, and then the Orioles don't want him anymore when they have a bad team. I would be annoyed, too, if I was Adam Jones. Like, I get Adam Jones' annoyance. And, I will, and Adam Jones tweeted out before going on Glenn Clark's show, talk to you soon. I've got something to get off my chest. Yeah. And Which then, is a classic Adam Jones thing to say. And, and then Clark spins it, hypes into it with this line Everyone in Baltimore knows that there is a disconnect between the Orioles and one of the greatest players in franchise history. I think Adam Jones is really good. I don't know if he's one of the greatest players in Orioles franchise history. I think he's the Orioles Hall of Famer. Yeah, but Orioles Hall of Fame is what, top 100, top 300? Is he a top 10 Orioles player of all time? Oh, now we got to make a list. Off the top of my head, I would probably say no, but I would have to go down and think. You're going to have, what, five Hall of Famers? Don't we have five Hall of Famers? Yeah, yeah, all the, all the statues out there. Yeah. Right? Weaver and Jim Palmer, Eddie Murray. So yeah, all those. Brooks Robinson. Right. It's five. Throw in Mike Messina there. Six. Yeah, he doesn't have a statue. because but, Right, you know, because, but, because yeah. but he's still one of the greatest Orioles of all time. You're not going to get Adam Jones in your I mean, top I, ten I, of best Orioles ever. I don't know, Josh. I don't know. I don't know. I would have to think more about it. I, I don't think that's that insane of a notion. Uh, let's see. I'm, I just Googled. All right. Cal Ripken, Brooks Robinson, Jim Palmer, Eddie Murray, Frank Robinson, Mike Musina. Right. The, the Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. That's six. Yeah. Boog Powell, Paul Blair, Mark Bellinger. Yeah. yeah. Brady or Adam? Um, Brady Anderson or Adam Jones? 
By the way, I would put Adam Jones above some of those guys you, you just named. Manny Machado um, or Adam Jones? I, I mean, I think you have to go Adam Jones, right? Just for the, the longevity. Brian Roberts or Adam Jones? Yeah, see, that, that's a good one. I Because I associate them both with kind of Long, Nick longevity Mark with the Orioles. Or Adam Jones. Yeah, that's another good one. They they played almost simultaneously. I don't think... Career. But I, I think, have, like, I think, I, I think it's a, debatable, Josh. I think it's debatable. Well, th- those guys. And all right, if you want to do greatest fifty Orioles, all right, I'll put Adam Jones in that conversation. But when I think greatest in franchise history, I think top ten, and I don't think Adam Jones fits into the top ten. And I do not think the Orioles organization that no longer has Dan Duquette, no longer has Buck Showalter, is upset that Adam Jones didn't accept a trade to Philly. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree with that. That it's silly to think that these players are still met, better, but but no, I, I I mean I think, I mean, no, nah, I mean I I think the more I think about it, you know, this top ten is interesting. Now you got me thinking about it. I I really I think maybe Adam Jones is there. I think maybe Adam Jones is there. Um, and we have to break down the stats. Hits, you know, just total hits. He ranks fifth in the organization for 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 number of hits. Fifth of all time okay. for Orioles hits. Great. Um, if you look at home runs, fifth of, of all time. Yeah, for I know Orioles. he's got some of those records. Yeah, so he's top it's, five in a lot of these offensive categories. Also, he played a really good defense. Um, yeah, RBIs. He's six. It's also it's also only been three years without Adam Jones. It's not like we've locked the door and he hasn't been allowed back to Camden for ten years. We're talking yeah. three years. Yeah, and years where. He was in Japan for two of the seasons. So no, no, I, I agree. I agree. It's interesting. Now I'm thinking about going through a list now. Like Miguel Tejada, I thought he had a he had um had a lot of good moments for the Orioles. And um I don't know how you feel about a guy like Harold Baines or I Rafael Pamero is a weird guy too to think about where he fits with the Orioles um history. But no, um yeah, I mean, because it's tough because a lot of these guys, like Manny Machado, I think is a good example of guys who don't play their whole career here, even Mike Messina. Yeah. How does it compare to a guy who played pretty much his entire career with Baltimore? I think that counts for a lot, too. Um, so I don't, I don't, but whatever. At any rate, Adam Jones will be invited to all the things this year. Yeah, hope he does. Yeah. Unless he wants to hold a grudge and not come back. Yeah. And if he does, again, I kind of get it. Yeah. Kind of get it. Yeah. He doesn't like Baltimore, he likes BWI. That's that's why he refused to be traded when they wanted to right. trade him well, from a bad team to a bad team. Right. right. They had to explain to him that Philly, you had to just take a bus or drive up, and he said, no, I want to take BWI. Yeah. All right. Josh, so we're um, on the same page there. Yeah, yeah. Do you like yeah. all the that the Orioles are finally getting some national attention with an article on a – in ESPN and mentioned and mentioned in fan graphs and mentioned on MLB.com, Bleacher Report, the Orioles are getting out there. Yeah. I mean, po- people pointed out, I think this is appropriate, that there was a mention about MLB.com about the bullpen. MLB.com uh, talked about Lopez and the surprise of Lopez. Yes. And fan graphs talked about kind of about the bullpen as a whole. Really good article about how the, what the bullpen's doing right and what they're doing different this year. That's really helping them, and a good point being dedicated to, to a good portion being dedicated to Jorge Lopez again. Yep. 
um, for his emergence of his sla- of his sinker and the emergence of his velocity over the yeah, past couple of years. But a lot of talk about we're leading the league in non two strikeout, non two strike zone percentage. Yeah, what does that mean, Josh? I don't know. Like not getting it to two strikes. Yeah, and and something that you know I've been talked about in the broadcast. Other people have talked about a combination of two things with that. Torino's like they're throwing a lot more strikes. Torino's is a better catcher defensively than Severino. And they're doing this thing, I guess. Everyone's talking about this. I really don't pay attention that much. But especially before two strikes, the catcher is setting up in the middle of the strike zone. Right. So not on the on kind of on the outside, but just big old mitt right in the middle to encourage them to throw more strikes. And that certainly, I mean, combining with Tanner Scott leaving, who <laughs> walked everybody, right. has led to a bullpen. I mean, we see. I mean, I think the epitome of this, and I don't know if any of the articles mentioned this guy, but I think the epitome of this is Keegan Aiken. This yeah. dude throws strike, 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 strike. Fan- Keegan Aiken. Throw the ball every 10 pitches, and that's it. Yep, and that's also setting up for grounders up the middle, which is why we've got a ton of double plays as a team this year as well. Yep. Yeah, we saw that a lot on the West Coast trip. Though the ESPN article <laughs> talked about how all the Orioles players are striking out all the time. Oh, yeah. You mean the Oriole, The ESPN took the negative angle on the Orioles? Yes. No the surprise Fangers there. The positive. MLB was positive. ESPN. Yep. The Orioles, yeah, who already have nine players with double-digit strikeout totals will end up breaking the record for most players on the team with more than 100 whiffs in a single season and will become the first club to hit 1,600 strikeouts for the season. So, yeah. Great job, everyone. Bleacher Report has the Orioles ranked number 23 in their power rankings, which I'll take. That's pretty good. Yes. I mean, that's the worst team out there. I'll take 23 out of 30. Normally, I'm yeah. used to seeing us at like 29:30. Yeah, I think it shows it shows signs of now the of bullpen. Growth. The bullpen has completely fallen apart tonight, but uh, that happens once in a while. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the I I think what the Fangraphs article pointed towards too, which was encouraging to see that this is, um, this is. Like something that we can continue. Like it's not like, oh, we've just been really lucky for the first month of the season. Not that we'll have the best bullpen in baseball all year long, but the fact that like what what Jorge Lopez is doing, like he's just throwing harder and with more movement. Right. Like Felix Batista, I don't think is a flash in the pan. Dylan Tate, like these guys aren't flashes in the pan. Like they're actually like right. they're actually growing exactly. and have good improved stuff. And it, tonight it's been Lyles Baker and Fry giving runs up. So it hasn't been the big name guys that we've been seeing shut teams out and that we saw quietly shut down the Angels, which were one of the most power-hitting teams of the season so far until Baltimore came to town. Yeah, it's true. Like, Listen, if you're if you're in a close game, we're, we're down 6-3. That's why Baker and then Wells <laughs> uh, and then Fry is out there, right? Catch up. It's now 10. Okay, 10. 10-4. Um, if, if, yeah. If we, if we want to win – um, we have our other guys, like we have Bautista, certainly Jorge Bauman. Lopez is our guy. Lopez. I would also throw Bauman, maybe. I'm not a big Bauman guy. Uh, Perez, though, is certainly I'll put, put, put on that list um, as guys who are um, effective. I even rather see Crable out there than some of these other guys. And Aiken has been super impressive, too. 
Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of over Fry. I'm kind of I'm over Fry. Fry. Struggled last year, not struggling this year. Yep. Like okay, I'm kind of done with that. Um, but but we'll see if he can turn it around. And um, the thing is, it's still early for all these guys. I feels like we've been playing baseball forever. We're still in the first month of the season. We're not even yep. done the first month of the season. It's a long season. So I mean, sure. they'll have plenty of times to either be successful or or blow it. The unfortunate thing is though, like don't get it twisted when. Baker gives up a bunch of runs, or Wells gives up a bunch of runs. It doesn't change the fact that Tate and Bautista and Lopez have been just super impressive this year. Totally. And, and those are like future pieces in our bullpen. I agree. Yeah. Hey, just a quick note about DJ Stewart. He cleared waivers. I was a little surprised by that. Yeah. He cleared waivers. Um, it does seem like Norfolk, if you look at, you know, if you look at our outfield. Um, it looks a little bit crowded and people start to wonder like, where does DJ Stewart find time to play? And should he even find time to play? Right. Obviously if the Orioles could trade him, they would have traded right. him. Were you surprised he, no one picked him up off waivers? A little bit, a little bit. Cause he, he showed he has, he has good on base percentage and he has pop. He right. can hit home run. Right. He's shown stuff. He's just never been able to put it together consistently. Yeah. But when you have Newstrom and riser and, as Stowers out there, you just wonder where is he going to fit in this outfield. So I think it's going to be – I don't know. I don't know what the future is with the organization. I, I'm kind of glad he's still with the team, um, and I hope he gets a shot to play at Norfolk. And, and who knows? Who knows? We see guys be late bloomers all the time. I'm not holding out any hope for D.J. Stewart to resurrect his career, but I'm also kind of rooting for, 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 for D.J. Stewart. So we'll see. You're rooting for him, but you don't want to see the Orioles give him another shot this year, do you? I want to see him play at Norfolk for a while. <laughs> like call up Kyle okay. Stowers and let and let DJ right. Stewart play at Norfolk for a while. I'm fine with that. And then let's see and then, and then let's just see what happens. Just see All what right. happens. Can I ask another random question while we're just going through random thoughts here at the sure. end of the show? Sure. Since when are umpires having uh advertisements on their on their uniforms? I didn't know that was a thing. They're all wearing this like FTX logo. Oh, yeah, thing. I, I was. Oh yeah, I thought that was like I some thought, type of the the pitching catcher thing. I, that's what some, I thought. That's what I thought. And then I googled it because I said I want to see what this is all about. Yeah, it's a crypto stock market. Oh really? Yeah. I thought it was some baseball and, thing. No, and it's got I, the same like line logo that's on their shirts. Because I thought I saw that and I was like, "Is that the new? Is that like the people who make the uh, pitchcom or something?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's is what that I something too. new the umpires are using? Well, I and thought I it was Googled. related to like the microphone company where they make announcements now. Yeah, like, exactly. But it's like, an, something like that. It's an ad for a crypto thing. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, and it's I don't get it. Like it's an it's on umpires' jerseys and it's an ad. Is there? Like, but that's what all the umpires wear, like all the time. Yeah, like, it's, it's on not their, like it it's on their, no, like, and it's, it's on their that. in-game uniform. Like I've seen ads on, on um, like on warm-ups. Names. I've seen them on warm-ups. But are right. any teams have ads on their jerseys yet? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, you get the whole annoying pitcher's mound. Yeah, the, the thing on behind TV. the rubber. Yeah, yeah. Let, uh, let's see. Oh, in 2023, each MLB team is allowed to have a brand put their logo on a 4 by 4 patch on the sleeve of an on-field player jersey. It's a sponsorship activity uh, opportunity expected to drive millions in annual revenue for each team. All right, Josh, you want to pursue 
put in section 336 on some <laughs> Orioles jerseys. Did you forget the word where I said uh, millions? <laughs> well, combined. But I guess the umpires worked that out early. Umpires somehow got the deal. Yeah, good, good for them, I guess. Good for them. But yeah, if we get in early, maybe maybe we can get like for just one inning, for one inning, uh, one player wears it on their sleeve. Yeah, maybe we got to work that out a little side deal. Yeah, maybe we can get it. For I, like I would the take Iron like Birds. a pitcher, pitcher putting. Like I remember, like I I was just watching um, people go crazy that Garrett Cole had something on his his right butt cheek that he kept on rubbing after every pitch. Was it pine tar? Who knows. But if we got like section three or six on a pitcher's right butt cheek or something, I'll take that. Even I'll take that. Sure. I'll even put a little pine tar on there for the pitcher, but I'll help him. That's what the Patreon account's for, right? Yeah. Give us money so we can get on the pitcher's butt. Yeah. I'm down. But all right, Josh. Well, I'm just, I'm again, I'm excited. I feel like the future is coming. Like this is a matter of days or weeks to see the future arrive in Birdland. And I'm just, I'm really optimistic. I can't wait to see Rutschman in his uniform. It feels closer than it ever has. I'm so glad he's back healthy and playing and catching. And yeah, I'm still sticking with not this Friday, but next Friday. But yeah, if gonna, it's sooner, I'd be pumped. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go on this Sunday, this Friday. All right. So next Friday would be a good uh, excuse to come home for Mother's Day weekend. Oh, shoot. Is that next weekend? That's next weekend. Yep. Get ready. Shoot. All right. So. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to another edition of Section 336. We ran out of Why notes, so I'm going to close out the show. Well, we did an hour. What do you, what do you want from I'm, us? I'm just messing with you. I know. We did an hour. What do you want from us, people? It's um, a good show. Good don't, show. Don't good forget show. to head on over to iTunes and write us a review. Give us yes. five stars. Um, in fact... We have a no. We read that review. Yeah, we did this review last week. I was confused because we read it on Thursday. Thursday okay. review. We got a new review on Wednesday. We read it on Thursday show. Okay, well let's get a new review this week so, so we can read it on Monday show. Yeah, get us a new review. Get us a new Patreon. Thank you, Tony, who's our most recent Patreon. Yes. Head on over to click on support on section336.com and you can support us for three dollars and thirty-six cents. You can also follow. Uh, all, all uh, Birdland and Section 36, just uh, hot, hot questions. Hot, hot questions. We, Birdland we, Sports. We, yeah, ton of dialogue at Birdland Sports and at Section 36 show. And, we, and, hey, then, and we've had some really good post-game shows. A lot of fun interaction, especially those 1 a.m. shows this weekend. After yeah, the West Coast games, we've had some good conversations. Have you been rocking all those solo? Yeah. I've yeah. done one show with another person this, so far this season. It's been with you. Yeah, that's so it. So I'm doing a bunch of solo shows. It's been fun, though, because it's not solo. It's me and a bunch of guys in the chat room. Yeah, you seem to have a ton of good feedback. So uh, it's been cool. I'll try to get on this group at one point. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter for all my hot takes. I tweeted like seven times today. I'm proud of myself. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. You're not getting Thanks. off, Matt, now that Elon bought it? Did he buy it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little late. You must have not spent much time on Twitter because my entire Twitter feed is people complaining that Elon bought Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. It, as long as it doesn't affect my tweets. No, I it's not going to affect any Orioles talk. I think we'll be fine. Do we need to get off it and go to uh, 
of, of more of a free speech platform. No, stop trying to tell me, talk me into going to Truth Social or whatever that yeah, Trump thing we, is. Should we transition Keep, to stop, me to... Stop trying <laughs> to talk me into that. Because Elon Musk is now running things. Um, no, but you can... No, I'm still on Twitter for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. And as always, go O's. And go Aberdeen. Haul up Adley. And go Ravens to draft this week. Oh, yeah, go Ravens. Draft someone good. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Love, love, love.